Well, 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 look who it is. Fancy meeting you here. What are you doing in this neck of the woods? Hmm. Hmm. I have a question. And this isn't for you. This is for our audience members. Which way is my kaiju facing to you? I'd like to know. Because this this flippy flip we got with the with the PFPs is just triggering my OCD massively. But if deep down inside, I know you are all seeing them uh, the right way. Um, there's a way to fix that. Uh, if you go if you go into your settings. Okay, let me see. Settings. There's no settings, but yes. And, there are, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Go to video. Video. And does it say mirror camera there? Yes. Try oh, clicking it. My God. Oh my God. I'm a genius. Oh my God. Look that at is so painful. Now it, you're looking at the like people. Now I can put you over here. I'll look over here and like we're looking at each other. There you go. You know, you know when someone grabs your arm and then twists it up behind your back and that like military move, that's what it felt like every day. <laughs> Man, if this was you should have told me. Like this was the Holy easy easy God. fix. I didn't know that you've been dwelling on this. Like is this why you've been up till 3 in the morning every day? You no, know, lemons, lemons are front facing, right? We have a lot of PFPs that are are on an angle. And I've right. mostly been, been using my lemons PFPs, so it's less pronounced there. And I didn't notice until somebody pointed it out, and then I couldn't look away. It was one of those things where it was subtle enough with the lemons since they're facing front that I didn't notice till someone said it. And then when they pointed it out, I was, oh, oh my God, I've seen it. I knew there was something off. Yeah, you you can't unsee it, right? Like, yeah, it's just gonna. It. I I'm I'm totally with you. That shit bothers me. Um, right. Um, like I'm, I'm very particular sometimes too. Like I always need my wallet in my back right pocket. I always need my phone in my back left pocket. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get your balance gets thrown off and you, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm glad we fixed this for you. I, uh, I'm rocking my Kaiju right now because I have been as giddy as a kid in a candy store. I think I've changed my PFP three times since we've gone hex. You know, once you go hex, you never go back. And, uh, that didn't even remotely rhyme or make. No, I was sorry. You could do better. You could do better. But. The point stands that hex is a revolution. Once you go hexagon, it'll always be on. Ooh, okay, okay. No, that was kind of weak. A little, too. little bit of a wordsmith. That was nice. That was nice. I, yeah, yeah. I am a flipper now. Um, I think that within a week, I will start unfollowing all circle BFPs. <laughs> I'm going to give a really nice grace period to all of those that are contemplating whether to spend the point oh 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 nine three ETH on their Twitter blue subscription. Um, I know that's a big ask out there, guys. Uh, but yeah, I think in a week I'm just going to start unfollowing round um, PFPs. It's un- yeah, it's so funny the amount of money we spend on JPEGs. Then in your real life, you know, you get like a a three dollar service charge on something, and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what is this about?" This motherfucker. Uh, yesterday, this fucker comes in the comments. He's like, "Yeah, well, I don't own a Lamborghini either." Motherfucker. 
fucking show me a Lamborghini for $2.99. Like, what? This is your argument against buying Twitter. Go sit down. You know what's funny, too? This is exactly like NFT adoption. That's what these people don't even fucking realize. They're right-click savers right now. They're literally sitting there going, no, this new paradigm you can work. This is so fucking stupid. You idiots. You're the right-click savers. You fucking morons. We should have recorded this. It is recorded. Oh, it's all on there. You're good. Good. All part of the show now, baby. Oh, circle PFPs. It, I uh, Already. It's You've got a circle PFP right now. Hours. Fix that shit. It's been less than 24 hours. And now when I see a circle, P- I just don't trust it. I don't know who this person is. Did you see my hex? My my. Program? I did, and those are the really untrustworthy. These people that have PNG'd their ways to hex glory without actually spending the two ninety nine. These are the ones you have to look out for. Yeah, I mean, I I did it to prove a point, but um, uh, I, I I literally said it in a post and then pinned it. I said it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, yeah, Bailey's yes, about to Bailey, get involved. Correct. <laughs> correct. Uh, in seven days, but yes, you are correct. You got the seven days to pony up the two ninety nine. Yep. 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 I think everybody can raise two ninety nine within the next seven days without having to sell their board ape. Now, I'm only assuming this uh, because I'm sure there is quite a few situations out there where that is the case. Um, but you know what? Mom hasn't heard from you in a few weeks. Give her a ring. She may have that two ninety nine just lying around in a loose change. Yeah, you might be able to sell a board ape and or not a board ape, a uh, galactic ape, and uh, get six months of subscription out of it. Wow! I mean, look at that. Look at that. Mm. You can tax harvest and get Twitter Blue for free. <laughs> That's a win-win right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about the angle, right? NFA, um, by the way. NFA. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, I'm wondering if today is going to be a little bit quiet. I think uh, I think um, if the market is any indication of uh, the the following or the, the viewership, uh, it, it tends to uh, take a, a dip with the, well, uh, with the rest of the market. But um, I would say when the NFT market dies, that's true. When Spot does this, everyone's looking for answers. This is the unfortunate part. Everybody... There are no answers. And all the answers that all these experts give you mean absolutely nothing in the large scheme of things is the amount of variables actually deciding the final price you see on the screen are too much for any human or quantum computer to take in. All right. So there are no answers for you to be had. But when Spot is doing its thing like it has been the last day, I do think people go searching for those that we look up to uh, to calm our nerves a bit, I think. Searching for the answers. All right, 935. Let's get the show on the road. GM, GM, and welcome to the Friday, January 21st edition of the AM show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch. I got to start doing a counter. It is our 66th episode um, and 66th episode in a row without missing a single weekday, uh, a number that I think I'm starting to get very proud of. And I think we're going to hit that number 100 with no problem at the rate we've been going. But uh, yeah, I am your host, R2DGen, and I am joined with me as always by Mr. FMC. Hey now. Hey now, Free Market. How are you feeling heading into our 66th episode? How was, uh, you know, how was your morning? How was your, your Thursday? It was pretty great. It's been a long week, 
lot of work off the court uh, as we ready the best NFT projects that have ever graced uh, Ethereum coming down the pike here in the next few weeks and months. I've been degening less. There haven't been a ton of mints, but we had some very high profile reveals yesterday that uh, captured the zeitgeist of NFTs. Yeah. Uh, uh, some stuff that was surprising to me too, that we'll get into obviously Azuki revealed, obviously uh, the Ozzy Osbourne crypto bats minted out. Hate beast is still on the rise. Uh, those are, we're, Typically, the talks of the day. Um, other than that, the uh, the Dow meta seems to be in full force, which is like just these quick, like, I don't know, it just feels like pump and dumps. Uh, I have participated in absolutely zero of them, but I've seen Irene Dow. I've seen Ella Dow. I've seen fuck, every every kind of Dow that exists. The I think Ella Dow, uh, that one's interesting. I'm going to have to look into that one more. Yeah, you're going to do some research for it. I have to do my due diligence for that. DD, double D, due diligence. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, yeah, but yesterday was good. We had a long day, a lot of time on uh, on camera and on the microphone. Um, we did the show yesterday. Then we did uh, the interview on our Discord, dusting off the old stage with um, with the the project founder of Crypt, uh, Creature Toads. And man, that guy was sharp. I, I hope people were able to tune into that. We'll have the video and the the audio up uh, sometime this weekend. But um, I mean, I think you guys kind of had a moment too, honestly. If this interview had been out last year, Creature Toads never would have seen the cycle that it saw. If people could get a glimpse uh, into this creator's mind, which they now will be able to uh, once we post this up on YouTube, I think they would understand why I'm so bullish about this project and why I think Creature Toads are you know, one of my favorite picks of the year, given the, the risk reward potential here. Yeah, he's it was it was really fascinating listening to him talk about his background and his his pedigree, right? Because, you know, at face value, it's this guy that kind of just mashed up two art styles together. Obviously, Creature World and Cryptodes uh, did it very, very well to the point where, you know, arguably it's better than both of the original two, uh, you know, a bit bit subjective. But I think I fall into that camp. Um, but, you know, this just started as something he was doing for fun. And, you know, as you've mentioned a couple of times, uh, it really caught some steam. People were like, you got to throw something like this up. You got to make a project of it. Uh, and so he did. It caught some steam. It wasn't without its own controversies and, and hiccups along the way. But the incredible thing is that this guy transitioned in from just doing some some artwork into, you know, literally trying to change people's lives by building, uh, you know, an ecosystem and uh, a project that will, you know, produce in perpetuity and uh, and continue to provide value back to the people. Uh, and he has the chops to do it. I mean, if you want to talk about investing in teams or people uh, being your main thesis, this guy has to be at the top of your list because he just... He, he he talks shop so well and he's just he speaks so well and that's often a really really good sign that they you know he knows what he's he's doing he lives breathes and eats creature toads you know it reminds me of scenarios who lives breathes and eats lemons right like these these people live their projects and i think it's effortless for them i think it's it's just this is what they were meant to do and I, I'm very happy to put my support behind a creator like that. And I'm really excited about what uh, Creature Toads is building this year. My original thesis there was just the historic angle 
of this being the first popular mashup. Like this, every mashup we see now launches because they saw Creature Toads and because they saw that the massive hype cycle that it underwent and the massive potential for these mashups to actually be good. I mean, a lot of them work, right? The ones that aren't fast cash grabs, the ones that were made with care and passion, they work really well. And I think it's because it's another form of interoperability. We talk about that being a big trend now, but we've created these hundreds of thousands of characters that all represent us, these avatars, and now we want them to play well together. And I think um, that's just going to be a big trend. So love Creature Toads. Thank you, Semper, for coming on the show. And we are going to be watching that project closely this year as I've made quite the bold prediction that Creature Toads will flip Creature World. Yes, um, I could see it. I could see it. This guy's uh, this guy's a special breed for sure. Um, and you know, if if there's any incentive to go check out that interview um, with him, I would say this: the story behind all of the mint details. Um, uh, you know, a little bit of a spoiler: there was a hack, and what ensued after is just uh, is classic. And you know, you can't write this stuff. Uh, so so go check that out and listen to it because it, it was actually a lot of fun too. Like just listening to him go through it, and you know, he really takes it in stride. So uh, yeah, again, thank you, Semper, for for joining us yesterday. And then we uh, spoke with Gossip girls later on in the evening which was uh was fun too that's a project that's minting on sunday um we'll have that up there but i you know i thought they did a really good job and their their art is uh is pretty good for a, a derivative project right like you know I, I use the word derivative somewhat loosely it you know it's obviously based on board apes and uh you know the being the board ape kind of wife to them but uh they have a really unique style and they, they did it well i thought this was what was most impressive to me was that they managed to strike the perfect balance of none of these share the same traits with board apes, except for, you know, maybe one or two as a, as a shout out. Um, but they've struck the perfect balance of completely different style and traits. Yet the moment you look at it, you know, it's a board ape companion, right? Like yeah. that, that's yeah. a very good balance they struck there. And I'm, I'm pretty excited for that mint this weekend. I'll be, I'll be grabbing a couple myself. Yeah, I'm gonna get them into. Um, all right, all right. Let's get into the uh, crypto part of it. I guess there's more to talk about today with that than there has been in the past. Normally, we're just saying, you know, uh, it goes up a little bit, goes down a little bit, trading in a sideways channel. Not the case yesterday and this morning. Uh, Ethereum Even is down to red. what's what's that? Even Tether is red. Tether is uh, uh, down a whopping 0.5%, taking a beating in the uh, in the whole crypto market. But yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum are uh, you know looking looking firmly in the red, down 10 and 12% respectively over the last 24 hours. Bitcoin is flirting with that $38,000 mark, and Ethereum is uh, you know just crossed below 2,800, down down to 2,750. Um, this, you know, it hurts. Don't get me wrong, uh, especially if you are somebody that's actively pulling money out uh, for living expenses and stuff like that. It's definitely a bit of a, a bit of a dip and a bit of a sting. Um, but to me, this isn't something that's like super, super concerning. Um, 
with if, if you're planning on leaving it into NFTs or in crypto, if like your if your goal is a long hold and you have cash that you could actually put more into, this is a pretty decent dip to buy. The one thing that I've noticed is that everybody is very, very, very bearish right now. If everybody is just talking about like, oh, how long is this gonna last? Is this the end of our bull run? Blah, blah, blah. I tend to believe that when everybody is leaning on one side of the ship, it tends to rock the other way. Um, and then this just could be one more little shakeout before we resume regular scheduled business. How do you feel about that? So this is a pretty classic case of risk off spilling into every asset class. All right. Stocks have been taking quite the beating as a result of not anything the Fed has been actually doing, but statements the Fed and even former Fed members have been making. Uh, Janet Yellen came out and said that inflation rose a lot faster than they expected. That's never the type of stuff that markets like to hear. Markets like to hear that the people controlling them expect everything. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. This is just a, a situation if I were to break the now, I'm a, I tend to be a technical analyst. I, that is my discipline. I use fundamentals, but when I would read charts, you try to remove all the news from it. You remove the noise because news is emotional. It's also strategic. People plant news stories to, to screw with financial instruments, right? We know it happens all the time. So um, as traditional markets have gone pretty violently risk off, I really think it was only a result of them being so risk on. S&Ps were up 27% last year. Now, you back inflation out of that, it's not as impressive, but these are still mind-blowing numbers. And people thought it would continue on into January. Well, that sentiment needed to be reset. It's being reset pretty violently in stocks. And I think that when people go into sell everything mode, it just spills over into crypto. So I'm actually not watching the technical levels on ETH as much. I'm watching the S&P to get my clue. And I actually think the S&P is bottoming here. It probably won't happen today on options expiration. This gets a little complicated, but OPEX tends to be a very volatile period in which you can't trust, trust the direction either way. So even as we're seeing markets kind of stabilize here on the opening bell, uh, I think it's going to be a very violent day back and forth. We may have one more last pretty big flush on Monday. So I don't think we're out of the woods this weekend, but I would be taking my cue from traditional markets um, to see when we're going to see crypto uh, stabilize here. Yeah, I I tend to agree with what you're saying and that this is like a more of a risk off environment rather than a coupling to the stock market. Although, um, you know, these things can kind of move in harmony, especially now that crypto has kind of surpassed a certain asset class level, you know, being in the trillions of dollars. Um, but yeah, like you said, when people go into sell mode, it typically sell everything and, and you know, wait. Um, but that's also... You know, the point where a lot of people get left in the dust too, right? Like, uh, you know, everyone sells and they can, it can really be a source of max pain on the opposite end as well. Yeah. You know, bottoming isn't a moment. It's a process. So it, it's very difficult, obviously, to, to necessarily nail it, but all the pieces are in place. You know, bonds are finally rallying. Energy is chilling a little bit. I think the worst shocks of inflation as far as surprises are behind us. And it's really just about uh, getting the mechanics of the market lined up again. So that could mean 
one more pretty bad weekend. I just think we're a lot closer to uh, the end than the beginning of this uh, pullback. Yeah, definitely. I, I hope that's the case. I, I do want to see it, uh, you know, kind of go back up to around four thousand dollars, but it doesn't need to be all of a sudden or anything after that. Four thousand and like you know forty five, fifty thousand for Bitcoin just felt very comfortable, you know. Yeah. Um, well, look, I, happened in I, that like range. Say, it, 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 for us, it would have been just beautiful. Just paste it at 4K and 50K all year. Don't move me, you know, up or down one petty. And that's great for alts and uh, NFTs. I think we're going to get kind of that atmosphere, though. It's obviously been a little more volatile, but I do think we're going to stay pretty much in range here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to just point out that hologram quoted you uh, <laughs> bottoming is a process uh, that's um, that's going on some kind of inspirational poster that you can hang up. We'll mention like as an it. NFT for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I think people try to nail bottoms, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, what are we talking about next? We got some news articles to pull up and I can't find my tabs. There we go. Oh, yeah. Bitcoin falls. I could have just gone over this while we were uh, talking about it. But yeah, 11% sinks towards a six-month low. Uh, that six-month low is somewhere in the $37,000, $35,000 range, somewhere in there. But we will move on. Twitter launches NFT profile pick verification uh, for some iPhone users. I think that this is actually just for all people that are using Twitter Blue at this point. Um, but this was interesting. Definitely the, the talk of the town, aside from Azuki yesterday, was that you could connect your... Uh, NFT wallet to your Twitter profile if you are subscribed to uh, Twitter Blue for the shockingly high price of $2.99 a month. I know that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. And like you said, we might have to liquidate some of our high price NFTs to pay for that. Um, but yeah, so you are now able to uh, to choose your profile picture from your NFT portfolio uh, and you get a fancy little hexagon um, around it instead of the circle. Uh, I know that you are uh, incredibly bullish on this. I think that this is uh, a step in the right direction for the platforms. We also saw Meta and, or I guess Meta, Facebook and Instagram um, starting to, to point towards this as well. Uh, but I personally don't think it's perfect. There have been some some things pointed out which uh, make it maybe a little bit exploitable. Um, but how do you feel about uh, you know having that hexagon around your kaiju and then you know hopefully your uh, your your star wolf soon? Yeah, I know. I, I was so dis. I've been wearing my future Star Wolf PFP for a while now, but unfortunately <laughs> these these haven't been minted yet. They go in order. I am eagerly awaiting in the uh, Council of Elders like everybody else. There's no special treatment for FMC here. Uh, so I had to throw up my kaiju uh, yesterday because I just had to try out this feature. I mean, I'm giddy. This is the biggest thing to happen to NFTs since Visa buying a punk or a celebrity buying an ape. We need this. And it's, it's for a, a multitude of reasons. But verification of nfts is the type of legitimacy that web3 is starting to tip its hat to because web3 is built on false perception we talked about it a few times over the week you know leaning on a rented lamborghini defines instagram right and now web3 is defined by provenance so this is a step in the right direction there was no perfect solution i know for a long time we were all speculating 
Will it be a green circle? Will it be some sort of check? Uh, I was actually listening to the spaces in which uh, Justin from Twitter and a few of his engineers were on there. They had considered a little Ethereum symbol uh, in the circle as well. Um, all of these things can be faked, just like as we know, the hexagon can be faked, especially pretty easily if you are in dark mode. But they thought it the best solution. And I kind of agree. I, I actually believe now the hexagon is it, it, the hexagon is going to become an icon within our industry. And I think that it's going to become a brand in and of itself. I think people are going to start making frames in a hexagonal shape. I think there's going to be clothing that has hexagons on it. As a result, <laughs> you can display your NFT in it. I think it's going to change the entire meta. And I find people complaining about it ridiculous for a multitude of reasons. You're willing to spend $20,000 on a dick butt, but not $299 on Twitter blue. Doesn't make a lot of sense. And I, I guess the best angle against it is it's not very decentralized because once you uh, link your Twitter to your wallet, your wallet is doxxed. People can find all of your NFTs. People know. That's a good point. I didn't. Yeah. Collection and all that good stuff. Now, that's also why it's not very imitate. Right. You can't really con this because if you put a fake NFT as, in other words, if you take a right click saved board ape and go mint it on your OpenSea account because you're allowed to mint anything for free, it'll show up in your OpenSea as a hexagon. But when somebody clicks on that hexagon, it will bring up Dimbledore's NFT collection, not, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club's wallet, which minted it. So this is, I actually also think, a great way to sell NFT collections. There's a little button right there that says, take me to the NFT, and boom, you're right there on the page. Oh, I like this NFT. I can go buy it now. So, you know, I think that... Um, this is, I love it. I'm already full hex. And I've, I've stated before, I stated it in the pre-show, I'm going to start unfollowing circles uh, within a week. So the newly anointed hex maxi free market capitalist. Um, yeah. I mean, I like what they've done. I like that it is a good way to signify immediately. Um, I just would have liked to have seen them do something that isn't actually fakeable. Now, you could verify all of this stuff. I actually made a little bit of a post um, today about it, but my hex profile picture is actually fake on here and i only did it to just to prove a point um you know it was really easy to just overlay a black hexagon uh outline over top of my profile picture and make it look that now for anybody that's not using dark mode they're using dim mode and light mode it'll look ridiculous on there like you'll see the circle with a shitty outline on it um you know and it can be faked for for all different uh the styles too but you know if if, if for some reason you're ever relying on verifying the fact that somebody is actually owning those nfts like like free market said go into their profile and actually go check the collection um i mean the other really quick way to do it too is if like you go to the profile um, you know, I went as far as changing my border to, or my banner to something black so that it matches in. But when you click on it, like that, that 
outline looks really, really crappy. When it's a real NFT, you'll actually see the full uh, picture of the NFT on there and it'll look a lot better than that. So I mean, just a word of warning. I, I get worried when um, things are easily fakeable, especially in the NFT space. You know, a lot of times it's like C-Link, Click Link. And, you know, I think that just opens up one more area of attack that people can be vulnerable to rather than actually doing some diligence. You know, you might just see that hexagon and be like, oh, yeah, this is legit. And then go down the rabbit hole, like slow down. It's not quite that um, safe and secure, although it is a good uh, a system that they've got working. Um, it, yeah. And like Free Market said, there's not a perfect way to do this. Like I almost thought maybe they could, you know, change the name uh, the color of your actual Twitter name so that it would show up differently and you can't really fake something like that. But as a visual signifier, I thought they did a really good job of it. So a hexagon uh, is the new blue check. And uh, I don't look for blue checks anymore, but I look for hexagon. Yeah, I actually saw that there's like blue check farmers and stuff like that. The value of the blue check has uh, been diminished for sure. Uh, speaking of the Twitter hexagon, <laughs> Elon Musk goes on Twitter to slam the uh, NFT play amid ongoing spam bot activity. The self-proclaimed doge father Elon Musk says Twitter has more important things to worry about than NFTs. Uh, that to me would make a lot of sense if Twitter was a small start startup and only had like five employees. Um, let's not mince words. This is engagement farming and uh, he loves to, to rally the trolls. Elon, of all people, you know, being the head of two um, multi-billion, I almost said multi-billion dollar, I guess a $1 trillion company at this point, and I'm sure SpaceX will get there eventually, um, should know <laughs> that there are multiple teams working on stuff. Um, and, you know, this is... the. <laughs> This is just silly. I, I hate that he goes on there and just trolls and gets people rallied up. And, uh, you know, he's been fudding NFTs for a while as well. So I just want to know why Tesla was working on adding Doge functionality to their merch shop instead of stopping their stupid AI cars from mowing people down on the street. Just seems like a more pressing issue than adding Doge. Yeah, Elon. Or we want answers. Why wasn't that team that was integrating a payment solution to your merch thing working on advanced AI? Hmm. I don't know. I don't uh, have the resources to do both. <laughs> I just, I hate, I hate, I, I don't mind Elon. I just hate that he uses his influence to just stir up shit sometimes. You know, I think that, I think we could do better than that, right? Like, hmm. <laughs> no, uh, it's not even a good troll. Like, it doesn't make any, it makes zero sense. Uh, right. You know, I, he's very, very rich and doesn't particularly care if you get very, very rich. So he will neg your bags. Just remember that. Uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. So we will uh, move on. I just saw that pop up and I did the whole like, you know, like fucking really Elon. Come on. Um, on that, not on that note, um, moving on Bud Light owns a noun and may use it in a Super Bowl ad. Budweiser extends its push into NFTs with a $400,000 profile picture, which it appears to have received in exchange for a Super Bowl spotlight. Um, this is like a beer head noun that they've got. Bud Light has thrown it in as their profile picture. Um, Free Market and I have said in uh, previous episodes that the Super Bowl is going to be something to watch for. Uh, there's been enough board apes flying around in celebrities' hands. There's been enough, uh, you know, big companies, Nike, Adidas, um, 
Budweiser, you know, Macy's, all of these have done NFTs, released NFTs, have been pushing into the space. Facebook changed their name to Meta. Like all of these things are pointing to the biggest advertising uh, platform. Um, at least in traditional TV coming up in, I think, two weekends from now or next weekend, is it? Yes. I, yeah. I Sorry, so. I'm, I don't watch a ton of football, but um, but oh, yeah, it is two weekends. From now. Not, yeah, I believe it's next Sunday. Yeah, fe- the first weekend of February. Uh, um, <laughs> so the, the NFL is one letter away from NFT and they seem to be embracing this in a big way. I think the entire halftime show will be themed with NFTs, given the celebrities they've hired to perform like Eminem, and he just bought his doppelganger ape. Um, I actually oh, find- that's right. Snoop Dogg and Eminem are performing too, right? Yeah, exactly. And I actually find what Budweiser is doing a, a lot bigger, especially if you're in NFTs, because I don't think anybody on earth knows what the fuck a, a noun is, right? You may know what a bored ape is, but you don't know what a noun is like. This is inside baseball here. And Budweiser is really giving us a wink and a nod in just such a good way. I mean, I hate this beer, yet I love Budweiser. And I I really like how they've approached Web3. In fact, the first news Budweiser ever made was uh, in NFTs was when they bought beer.eth at the time, the largest ETH sale ever. Uh, for 35 ETH. And I thought that was one of the most forward-looking things I had seen a collaborate, uh, I had seen a company do. Um, They're also collaborating with Crypto Dads, which seems like the perfect collection uh, to partner with. That's that's really huge. Um, and man, they got a noun as their PFP. This is this is gold. This is that's a real wink to people like me. You know, you, a board ape is, is a is a very hype. Thing that spills over into popular culture. Nouns are a very niche thing that is really just a wink to people who have been deep in NFTs for a while. And it's definitely going to signal or um, uh, uh, queue up a bunch of people who are curious about it to maybe go down that rabbit hole a little bit more. Most people aren't going to look at this noun and be like, I need to know what that noun is. Um but when you're talking about you know brands with a huge audience and we're you know we're talking about like uh, during the Super Bowl 20 30 50 100 million eyes on there even if you can convert like 0. 0 uh 0.1% or 0.01% of the audience that you um have eyes on or, or that you're presenting to uh that could be a large group of people especially when we're talking to a relatively small community like uh, the nfts so um yeah i think that i i think that all signs are pointing to this being a uh, a really big de- uh, big deal for for the nft world um and bud light actually has a drop going on or bud has a drop going on today i think uh called bud royals did you see anything like this uh, I didn't see the exact drop, but I am just bullish on everything related to these mainstream drops. But royalty, I guess this is uh, celebrities or influencers that they've gotten to. Yeah, it's music centric for sure, okay. which you know we often say is going to be a, uh, a a big thing to come. There's rookie cards, rare cards, and the ultra rare cards. They have like a different kind of background on there mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and this is, uh, you know, they're tying it in with Spotify and playlists and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I actually think that Budweiser is going to start doing this right. And I 
think Gary V is part of the, uh, or Vayner Media is part of their marketing team uh-huh. um, as a transition to it. He hasn't been perfect in this space, but the guy is dedicating a lot of time and energy into it. And you could say, you know, it's about the money or not about the money. Um, but I do think that he is somebody that by and large gets it. Um, and he's been pounding the table on music NFTs for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, these look. I, I am into the mainstream NFTs, and this is interesting. These are emerging artists, and if you get the ultra rares, you get a one-on-one video call with these emerging. So, if any of these people appeal to you, uh, you could zoom them for the price. Yeah, it, it's great that they're highlighting new people. This is going to get them a lot of exposure too. And honestly, uh, yeah, this is what, it, this is what it, NFTs are all about. And it's low-key brilliant in that sense, right? Like people, collectors like me are like, well, it's Budweiser and it's early, so I have to buy it. And then these are, you know, emerging stars that need this exposure. I think it, it it's one of those things when you're in a deal and you say, this is a partnership that will benefit both of us. And that's true. I think this benefits all parties involved. Yeah, yeah. If you're interested in, in uh, participating in that, the pre-sale is at 12.30 Eastern and 3.30 for the public sale, um, it is going to be in dollar value. It's going to be four ninety nine US, which at this point is going to be like five ETH by the time we get to three o'clock. But um, but yeah, eleven thousand of what? <laughs> I said these cook really quick. The last couple were were like one ETH immediately after sellout and continued to rally in the days uh, after. Yeah, for sure. I would I would watch it uh w- watch this one closely and if you can uh jump in on it. The uh the last one I tried to um participate in unfortunately I couldn't do it because I wasn't an American citizen, so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, I would imagine that I cannot participate in this one either, but I will be watching closely and rooting you guys on from the sidelines. So if you uh if you're doing the bud uh the bud royalty drop, good luck on that. Uh, last kind of big news of yesterday was uh, Serena Williams and Neymar Jr. both uh, bought Bored Apes. Serena Williams still rocking her CryptoPunk, but uh, yeah, she bought a very plain pink Bored Ape. Um, and a lot of times, even just these like super, super plain ones end up being more rare once that uh, collection ends up, you know, uh, achieving a certain level where the aesthetics are very, very important. This, so this wasn't is a, a floor ape. The, no. no. These were floor apes that these guys bought. And, you know, R2 makes a great point here. As collections become cultural icons and fashion items, they're no longer based just on statistical rarity. It's based on aesthetics. And people like Serena don't particularly care if they spend 80 or 140. They just want the one that they like. Right. This isn't this isn't a big difference to them. They're not trading. They're not thinking about whether it's a few ETH more or not. They're shopping completely on aesthetic. And that's why I think it's one of the biggest opportunities in all of NFTs. If you're holding a collection like Maury's, like Lemons, where you think this could one day get into the big leagues, buying those aesthetics, the matchers, the clean ones that aren't necessarily statistically rare is such a good angle early on. It's what I was doing at Lemons. Made me miss out on some statistically rare as I've been pining for now, but I think long term it's a really smart strategy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the ones that happened with the Bored Apes a couple months ago, I guess at this point, was somebody found um, what they called a double-double, and it was two army traits and two zombie traits, and those were the traits that it had. Um, And it ended up looking very clean because it had uh, a 
two sets of matching traits, right? Now, if you were just looking at Rarity Sniper, um, none of those traits were particularly rare. And so the ranking of it wouldn't be um, overly... Um, Stick- it wouldn't be overly high statistically yeah. on on Rarity Sniper. It wouldn't be something that sticks out to you. But the fact that those two paired up with another pair is actually a statistical outlier um, that those things don't pick up on. And it also just looks really fucking good. And, it, you know, once that kind of came out, it was regarded as a, a bit of a grail, right? And, you know, even no traits can be pretty rare too. Like it is hard to roll something that has none, none of anything. It's why one of my species that I have is one that I'm going to be holding on to. Uh, and if this project ever kind of crosses that, that precipice, I think it's going to be an incredibly rare one because it literally just has a hat. Uh, the rarest Kaiju is completely plain. The number one rarity Kaiju was there. Basically their logo. It was like the original Kaiju. So yeah. that happened a lot in collections. We talk about clean a lot. Clean is important. Clean As these things become fashion accessories, clean is going to be a very desirable uh, trait or meta for people to buy. So this is a super clean ape. And hey, uh, Amar or Neymar, whatever his name was, he bought a fancy one too. Oh boy, that was a fun looking ape. That could be one of my favorite apes I've ever seen. Yeah, the party ape. I mean, like, again, these yeah. these traits will work out so well, right? Like that the, yeah. the tux t shirt that you know people famously <laughs> wear to parties to be pretend to be classy or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean the the bubble gum matches. It's I a, get that's the a good impression that this guy is fun at parties. Like this, I I I'm starting to think this guy is a guest. I think he I I think he brings the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, not a not a small deal either. Neymar has uh, 56 million followers worldwide. Serena Williams has yeah, 10 I, million. I but like these are just or a tennis player or something, but he has a lot of followers. So that was what intrigued me yesterday about this buy. Yeah, Neymar's de- uh, a famous tennis player. I think he's like ranked sixth or something. Yeah, good so stuff. That's, uh, that's awesome. I've always been a Nadal fan. A Nadal, yeah. Oh, well, I think he beat Nadal once. He did. Yeah. But Nadal's really good on clay. I don't think Neymar is good on clay. <laughs> All right. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> Neymar is bigger than all of these companies together put together. Yeah, I mean, potentially, yeah, for sure. I, I, I my, <laughs> my, my biggest one that I would be looking. You want like the absolute game changer uh, in the world for NFTs is probably like the Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. Lionel Messi. Those just like massive, massive followings. Um, we were free market and I were talking about if you LeBron James ever did it, but I actually just don't see LeBron doing something like that. He's, he's, uh, he's crossed this threshold where like his brand is bigger than life and he's got to be very, very careful about it. But uh, I, was asking, saying I, was, I was, I said to Cobain, I was like, which, you know, I guess I'm not tuned in as much anymore, but which is the, which is the most, what celebrity would be the biggest to buy an NFT? Like which shoe would be the one that drops where everyone goes, Oh shit, this is it. I guess Ronaldo was what uh, Cobain said. I can't argue with it. Soccer players didn't pop into my head because it's not as popular here in America, but I, I thought LeBron James, but R2 made a good point that that's not really on brand for him. He's more demure and humble in the way that he like flexes or whatever. So We'll see. I, I thought that was a good answer. Was right. Yeah, Kanye. Right. 
I feel like if Kanye threw an ape up there, the thing is, I feel like people think Kanye is rich and eccentric. Like, is he a tastemaker? I mean, yes, but in that, I feel like people, it would be one of those like, oh, look at crazy Kanye again, spending 300 grand on a JPEG. Like somebody who's very serious. And my my choice was uh, like, guys, if if, throw something in the chat, who do you think would be like the biggest name that would change the face of NFTs when they when they drop it? Like, I thought Steph Curry was pretty big. big. Um, Obviously, he's an incredible, uh, incredible talent. But um, Oprah, Oprah. can you imagine Oprah Oprah throwing a huge there? My choice for musicians would probably be like a um, uh, uh, Drake or a, a Bieber. Just in terms of like absolute reach yeah. and influence. Drake, Drake's a really good at because you know, Elon though, again, if Elon did it, people would be like, oh, crazy old eccentric. We need someone who's not eccentric in the classic sense to do it. Because NFTs are eccentric. It fits in brand if an eccentric uh celebrity does it. We need somebody. I thought that that was a really good answer. Uh either Ronaldo or um yeah, whoever else you just <laughs> someone said Nickelback. Don't don't even Billy Eilish would be good. That's a that's a good call yeah. there. This is good. BTS would be shout out to Loot. Gigantic. I think that would be huge. Yeah. It's know, unfortunately NFTs were made illegal in South Korea. And when South Korea makes a law for its people, you must abide by that law no matter which country you find yourself in which I thought is a remarkable overreach on their part, but it is what it is. Someone said Michael Jordan. Um, I, I don't know that Michael Jordan, the person, would would move it huge, uh, but I think Michael Jordan, like the Jordan brand, getting into NFTs would be like, that's, yeah. you know, great, great call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of good... I know somebody's laughing at my Drake um, thing and, you know, love That's him or hate him. It's fine. Yeah. That's huge. Are you kidding me? Drake is, he's got to be the most popular musician in the world after Kanye. Yeah, for sure. Am I wrong um, about that? No, I, I would, I might even say, like, I might even say, like, in terms of, like, absolute fan base, uh, probably bigger than Kanye. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people are going to... If I could get their pitchforks out for me saying that. Yeah. Uh, how about a company, not a celebrity? I mean, we've seen some of the biggest ones, um, you know, start to do that. Uh, yeah, like Tesla and Elon um, would be would be a really big deal just because of Bezos. the cult surrounding them. <laughs> Bezos. Be yeah. Which I think Bezos would get a rumble Kong. I don't know why. He strikes me as a rumble Kong. Amazon moving into the NFT market space would be pretty nuts. Yeah. Mad oh my god, could you imagine like your Amazon Prime just immediately having access to NFTs? Oh my god, how many hundreds of millions of people that would just onboard immediately? That's crazy. Taylor Swift is a good one too, I'm seeing. Disney Marvel, I mean they're already doing it on the VV um VV stuff, but uh yeah, <laughs> King Lawson is dying because we said Neymar is a tennis player. That was uh I I guess I have to say it. Oh, 100% just a shtick, my friend. <laughs> That was a bit. We, I'm glad you got a kick out of it. Yeah, we're in America, so the whole shtick here. Well, we're in North America. There, that makes sense. We're in North America, and the shtick here is that soccer. What soccer? So we we leaned into that for all of you. I hope it was entertaining. 
the football. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Sandman mentioned Kendrick Lamar. I don't think that that would be the biggest one, but um, Kendrick Lamar is probably <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, that, that's he is my favorite artist, and I am just uh, please like drop an album soon. I know you're listening, Kendrick. Come on, man. Okay, Barack. I got yes, that would be insane one. if Barack Obama changed to a board ape <laughs> because you know. Oh, the- if he found like the Mister President board ape, oh, like something in a nice suit, and uh, you know, oh my god, that would be oh. huge. Obama is a great one. That is, I, that I is- think that that is my uh, my game changer one. He just has such a stamp of like tr- trust for yeah. you know Obama supporters. I'm not going to blanket statement for everybody, um, but he you know, with- it's too gaudy a purchase for his brand. He has to be all about the people and the. Equity. I don't know though, man. He's like constantly posting his Spotify playlist with like you know what what latest rap music and stuff that he's listening to. He's he's there with it. He you know basketball. He's deep into that culture. I don't know. I don't think it would be crazy. Yes, and Jay Z's punk looks exactly like him too. It's pretty cool. He got he got one of those. My uh, I am my punk. My punk is me. Punks, which is pretty cool. And if you guys don't know Serena Williams, who had a who is wearing a punk currently, even though she bought an ape, has a punk for each day of the week. Her hubby has been spoiling her uh, all year with a new. Uh, I'm sure she's got more than enough money to buy her own too. Though. Oh no no no! I, didn't, I wasn't even implying it like that. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Alex Ohanian, you know, is uh, yeah. her husband, which I actually just learned yesterday and just yes. learned that she had a punk for every day from you. Um, but uh, that was, uh, um, I, I didn't realize that was through him. No, yeah, he was literally doing, like, turning her on to them. Like, like hey, check out these things that I love uh, type of thing. She definitely has bought her own since. I just meant to imply that he oh, I got turned you. her yeah. on to them and got her really into NFTs. And now we saw yesterday... Uh, she moved into the board ape collection. I do find it so fascinating that the uh, founder of Reddit can be so into NFTs, and yet the uh, the the concept of NFTs on Reddit is just so toxic. Like people are just uh, despise it in there. Like there's just yeah. there, you just do not mention NFTs unless you want to get the masses riled right. up. But uh, uh, yeah, man, look at so many good suggestions in the chat here. Um, Donald Trump, that's a pretty good see, but I don't know if Donald Trump would go with a board ape versus a baby kid ape. I think I think he would go with the the baby ape kids. That was a little more on brand for him. <laughs> right, Reject? Trump, Trump, <laughs> Trump would do. Yeah, Trump would be big. Maybe you know, not for the some of the reasons you'd like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of like engaged following, it's probably second to none. What was um, the, uh, the hustler artist collection? What was the name of that? That feels like oh, a more yeah. on brand. Oh god, Trump. yeah. Let's not go there. Okay, <laughs> that one was nasty. Uh, Shoebag said football stars following Neymar into apes will be huge. Uh, we are already established that Neymar plays soccer, not football shoebang. Trump would have a little SPFP. This is awesome. I love there's so many good suggestions in here. Messi, Messi and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in terms of sports stars are who I would go with the the biggest one. And can I just put a personal request out to all the professional tennis players? Could you smash that goddamn game winner into my AO uh, coordinates already? I'm sitting here watching all these matches. Is this going to be like the new form of match fixing? Like they're right. I'm right there. (laughs) You're three inches from me. Give me my game winner. My God. 
Yes, hologram. I know that football is called uh, is is soccer in every other country other than Canada and uh, United States. Don't you worry. I'm not that out of touch. Um, <laughs> Conor McGregor. This is a good uh, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo would be a big one too. Actually, boxing. I didn't think about that. I mean, Mike Tyson's kind of always in is in NFTs. I think, but um, Canelo for. Current stars, for sure, Conor McGregor. Like to take this moment to apologize to absolutely nobody. All right. Well, that was a that was a that was a good segue. I, I actually really enjoyed that. So yeah, keep them coming, and I'll say I'll keep pulling up. Um, let's move on to the Azuki drop. I think that was the biggest uh, biggest talk of the town in the NFT space yesterday, um, and. I guess much to my surprise, uh, Azuki did uh, a rare thing and is well above the presale price yesterday. I think we were hovering around three, three point two before the reveal. Uh, they came out and um, they look good. I, I think that you and I are in agreement when we talk about you know you got to look at how the floors look right when you click buy it now and see what are going for the lowest and you know if there's a good level of variety in them and i gotta say like better than better than some not as good as everything though um but the rares look absolutely fantastic we made a little bit of a bet um uh over under bet you set a line at 50 and for a while there the highest sale was directly at 50 so i think that was a great line um and it ended up being you had highest. to jump in there and cop one for 70 just to win the bet we all know we all know your tactics yeah i definitely definitely spent a couple hundred thousand dollars to win our gentleman's bet for the show um and, and can I, I just say these invisible ones are terrible because like every time i see one in someone's pfp i can't tell what the hell it is until i zoom it like it's uh, the ones that are ghosts i'm not a fan of now the comfy pikachus yeah those play those play pretty well these comments are violently yeah. underwhelming as far as like if i had 3.8 eth is this what i would go spend 3.8 eth on now i love this art um, but the only reason these are sitting at 3.8 right now is because people like D's and and all the the uh, big influencers in the game immediately changed their PFPs, indicating this is their new uwu collection right here. It's replacing uh, doodles as the short term, like this is the one you got to buy. And uh, that's what I think is happening here. That one looks like Cowboy Bebop. You see the second one down all the way on the left? I could see a Cowboy Bebop band, uh, fan copying that one. Toot sweet. The second, this one? Yeah, that's Cowboy Bebop right there. Is Did it? you guys see the Cowboy Bebop remake with uh, Harold from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Oh, my I started watching that. I'm actually not an um, uh, uh, anime fan in the least, and I'm not knocking it for anybody that is. Whoa. But I started watching that. It was actually pretty good. Really good. And I think if you're an anime fan, which I am not, but I did watch a few episodes of Cowboy Bebop in my youth. It is like exact to the to the anime. Like they have not getting renewed for another season, though. eh? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I I, hmm. Well, yeah, that's the way it is. And I guess that'll be the same with Azuki. I don't think they're going to get renewed for their fourth season next week. These things, these things were flying off the shelves. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think the art style of them is very good. I love the color palette that they used. Um, I, I think that 
if you remove the PFPableness of the the floor ones, um, and I should say, I think that they're good. I think that they're good. They're a lot better than some of the other stuff. But uh, I, I really like the brand that they've done. They've got, they've got a lot of different variety. Uh, the swag that they're wearing, like the Pikachu hoodie, um, the sloth hoodie, these hats. Like it, the art has, is really, really, really well done across the board. Um, and I. I I, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I think that this is going to be something that's around for a while. Like I said, I am surprised that the floor actually went up. Typically, you know, the price of the rares baked in uh, means that the floor should go down. But hey, I mean, we seem to be entering a new paradigm in the NFT space where um, these ultra high priced, I gotta say ultra high priced, but these, you know, that's not the right term. These high priced NFTs, like above one ETH, above two ETH, we saw alien friends of all things go to, to 4.2 ETH. And again, not a knock on alien friends, but that's just not typically what happens, especially that fast. Um, it does feel like there's definitely a shift of more money into this, this space. I think now it's gotta be coming from somewhere. I think this collection works so well because long before NFTs even existed, half of crypto Twitter had their PFP as some niche, weird anime character you've never that's heard true. of anyway. So this just plays into their into their proclivities, and that's why I think it's doing so well. I never watched anime. I don't particularly get it, but I absolutely love this art. I just don't uh, think the commons are worth four ETH, so... That only means that I won't be spending four ETH on them. The market will decide. Yeah, no, I mean, I, Corey brings up a, a good point that he just, I think that this is maybe some spillover from uh, Clonex announcing the Nike deal after and maybe, um, nice profile picture, by the way. Um, you know, maybe there's some theory or some rumors or even just a bet that they're going to land a big deal as well, right? And I, I guess I understand that, right? You're you're betting on the speculation that this is going to be something that comes out pretty quickly. Uh, so we'll we'll keep an eye out and watch that. So that's pretty. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a good theory. There's a reason every single Discord in the NFT game has an anime room and a gaming room. Mm-hmm. Period. Great, great point. Honestly, yeah. I mean, in terms of like fan bases that uh, you know spend a lot of their life and a lot of their money on stuff, anime and gaming is uh, is right up there with any any other. Um, fake off white. If if fake off white is also your Twitter tag, I will tag you in a couple months. Yeah, uh, oh, he's no, in please. our uh, he's in our Discord. The, okay. The, See, I'm sorry, the guys. CC. I wish we still had our Discord stage, which was deleted, because I have no idea who these people are in the side chat bar here. Everybody has a different name on on YouTube or YouTube or whatever this <laughs> little site we're using is called. And uh, I'm sorry, Fake Off White. I love you if you're like you know my best friend in the Degendo. <laughs> <laughs> So um, the only thing that I, I I called you and talked about this, and maybe this is just nothing, but uh, I did find it very weird that uh, Team Azuki here was uh, sniping rares above floor. Um, the metadata was already out for these, but OpenSea hadn't refreshed all of the uh, all of the the data. And on the one that I saw them snipe, you know, I hit the refresh metadata. It was still the red bean. I couldn't get it to flip over, and uh, they ended up buying. Um, a golden fishing rod one, which I guess is pretty rare for six and a half ETH. And that person had listed it at six and a half ETH seven days before. So well before the metadata was out. And I just thought that that was, um, 
Not a good look. I don't know. I, nobody else seemed to catch it or be talking about it. I brought it up and maybe I'm just overanalyzing it, but I just, I thought that was a little bit sus. You know, I really think this is such a good, uh, a good selling point for NFTs. The NFTs are so fun and so addictive. You can't even help but snipe your own collection, even though it's unethical. I mean, look at Nate. Who, who doesn't love it? <laughs> Have you ever played online poker where you could see everybody else's whole cards? It seems wrong, but if you could do it, it, it would just be fascinating. And these guys can see their metadata. So um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I am against all unethical behavior. But uh, you just, yeah, I mean, they just sold out in a, in one block for one ETH. Like what, what incentives do you have to go trolling the, the pre-reveal for, for rares? I don't get it. NFT ethics waiting for your next thread. Right. I don't know, guys, can you like, just let me know, like, am I off color here? Like, is this not, is there, is somebody saying there's been a couple uh, sussy trades that went on? Um, yeah. I mean, am I just, am I just overthinking this? Like, I'm fine with that being the case. I'm going to pull up the screenshot that I took. Uh, it's not working. Fuck. I whatever. didn't particularly care what Raj Rajarantham did uh, either. So insider trading has never really bothered me. Not because yeah. I would ever do it, of course, SEC. I love you. But because I, I just don't care. I don't think it, I, I, you know. I just think it's, a, well, I guess, I mean, he had it listed and that's the game you play. So I was just going to say, I just ashamed that that was probably something that ended up going for more. But whatever, it's moral. all good. You know, I have a hundred years on this planet and I'm just not here to police anybody else's morals. I don't care. A hundred years? That's it? Yeah, a hundred more. That NFT uh, NFT money, we're gonna be living forever, baby. Mm. We're uh, we're gonna have a uh, first class NFT tickets to the uh, the Elysium space station. <laughs> I like it. Um, cool, yeah. Azuki, uh, pretty big, pretty big deal, um, and a lot of fun watching it go down. At least uh, some some big sales, and congratulations to whoever was a uh, a big winner. Can I ask the kids out here a question? Ask the kids a question about this for over a year. How did we start calling lying uh, caps like like a baseball cap? Like, why do we say that when somebody yeah, no cap, yeah. truth, they're wearing a baseball cap? I'm confused by that meme. Maybe there's got to be playing it in the in the chat. They it's like, oh, I don't believe you. Double baseball cap. What? <laughs> You are, uh, you know, I, I can't even call you a boomer because I don't know what it means either. Yeah. Um, yeah I, have I, I have no context. That exact poppy. Thank you. All baseball players lie. It's the only explanation. You must be a Boston uh, Red Sox fan. Big poppy. No rest in peace. Oh, poppy. That's right. He didn't die. No, I was saying he's a Boston Red Sox fan. That's oh, I thought you meant David Ortiz died. I'm like, holy shit, I need a moment here. That's that's sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get the cod you're capping on, but what is ca capping would be like when you put something on top of a bottle to close it. You put the cap on. I've capped it. Do you see? You, you're capping now. Yeah. It means using capital letters. Isn't that just yelling? <laughs> right. When you're trying to capitalize on the trend, I don't know. See, you're I'm all old. using a term. None of you know. even know what it means. This is why you just got to be careful out here. The kids will tell you words that mean completely different things to see what you'll do in public. Everybody yes. be careful. I got, tr I, 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 uh, I, I started saying Gucci like five years too late. Gucci mm. and um, on fleek. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lil Pump and his Gucci Gang song. See, so there, there's some things I know. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Actually, uh, that that uh, that song is funny for me because um, whenever uh, I see my wife log into her Spotify account, wherever she is, I flip it over to Gucci Gang, and uh, she always uh, texts me back, super mad because it's probably embarrassing to whoever she's with. <sighs> ah, true love. Yes, yes, yes. Um, moving on. Hate Beast is still rolling. Uh, this thing is headed straight towards 8 ETH if it's not already. Yeah, 7. So congratulations 7. to anybody yesterday who risked 7.5 to make 0.4. That, that is the <laughs> risk-reward trade of the year. <laughs> no, this is just fascinating to me because there's just so much money flying through this project in and out. And like, I just... Um, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I guess that... The make is 0.18. Real. Apologies. What's that? To make 0.18. I didn't see it was 7.68. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that they're buying at 7.5 for a quick flip. I mean, the uh, the unique... No, ho- when you hold something that's 7.5, you're basically buying it every day at 7.5. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting to look back on after it reveals for the simple fact of like oh yeah, um, you know, I kind of said it with Azuki, but like these these floor prices are hard to to hold. So could it go higher, <laughs> especially with the right <laughs> oh I can't wait to look back on this in two months. It's gonna, it, you know, there's there's gonna be some people that were low liquidity that are, you know, I've I've heard the uh, the rumors of people shouting this is going straight to 100 ETH. I mean, mm. oh god, I mean, if, if that mm. happens, I don't know what's what in this world anymore. And it's not even a knock on their their project, but it's just that it's that, that hype cycle time, that maybe. that incredible euphoria hype cycle that is that ends up getting people absolutely wrecked. I mean, if, if you spent 0.2 on this and your total liquidity pool is, um, you know, one ETH or, or a half an ETH, and this is a big purchase for you, like, I, I don't know. I'm personally, I would be taking the ETH, but I know that there's people that are like hardcore believers in it. And, you know, maybe, maybe the HODL is strong in this project, but, uh, um yeah i i i'm 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 watching this one very closely now and hey i you know we were wrong i we said that this wouldn't go that high pre-reveal and here we are but uh but yeah i mean thank you Corey, for we didn't know this a, a young lady got a, a hape tattooed on her butt to try and score an allow list spot and did not get one in the end. So that's a cautionary tale to all who may consider getting a tattoo on their rear end representing some sort of crypto uh, crypto thing. These crypto things, you know, they often come and go. Uh, hapes are the hot thing one day. Bitclout is the hot thing one day. And then maybe that ass tattoo lingers a little longer than you wanted it to after the hype dies down. I just <laughs> I just, I just want to I just I caution all who think permanently scarring their body is a great way to score a free 20 grand. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure people have done worse for less, so it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, the tattooing thing I have, uh, I've not understood. You know, honestly, like show it to us, we will, uh, present that to you guys. It is newsworthy. So, uh, good on, I'm going to say this. It's a shame that that person didn't get the whitelist spot, but kind of good on Hate Beast for not doing it. Because could you imagine if they did, how many Hate Beast tattoos would be um, coming out? And like, I, I don't think that's a good good. Like, people get wrecked on that, right? Like, I know. You know. Can you imagine running a very large company and then promoting that people yes, yeah. go your body with your logo? I mean, imagine. 
imagine. I, no, no one would actually do that. That's that's even too crazy to conceive. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to get a pick of this tat. Uh, if somebody can uh, send it to me on Discord, uh, pick. I want to talk to this person. I, I want. I want to find out what makes this person tick. I don't know if I want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, other uh, thing that happened yesterday was the crypto bats drop that minted out on the Dutch auction at I believe one point six six. ETH um, with gas. It was a gas war. Uh, was uh, I think you said about what 1.9 total, right? And uh, that is where the floor is sitting right now. So it looks like a break-even proposition. Um, but uh, did you you didn't participate in this, right? I didn't. There were a few Alphamint members that jumped on VC to participate in what was anticipated to be a gas war. Uh, it was. Uh, you did have to full send your gas, but the contract wasn't too bad as it, uh, I believe it was a 1.66 sellout that you paid 1.9 for. So you did pay about 0.24 in gas on that 2,400. That's what people were se- uh, sending at. And they have maintained their floor kind of, they're a little bit under mint, uh, especially including gas, but I would actually say this is very impressive for what it is because Ozzy Osbourne and a celebrity moving into NFTs, if you just heard that, you'd probably roll your eyes and wonder what shit project was underpinning this. But this is actually a very well thought out project that seems to understand and get the NFT world, has some pretty good uh, roadmap items coming up. And shit, I love the art on these this is a great pixel art yeah they did a good job of this i i'm happy that the you know some you know outside influences are attaching their names to some quality stuff too uh while we were talking about the uh big influencers that could jump in someone me- mentioned floyd mayweather um and like boy that that dude fights off lawsuits every single day for the shit that he shills um and it's not a good look and you know i I don't have any emotional attachment to Ozzy Osbourne like some people do, uh, but you know it, it is nice to see that uh, so far this is looks like a, a really legit project doing some interesting things, um, and, and you know playing their cards right. I think the only issue here is they price themselves a little high. Um, I, I think if they had done their Dutch auction uh, at 0.9 or 0.8, it'd probably have a similar price on the secondary right now, but you would have left money on the table for your uh, customers. And this is just very reminiscent to me of what happens on Wall Street. You know, pricing an IPO is an art. The last thing you want to see after you priced an IPO, if you're the underwriter, is for that thing to be up 400%, because now you've left a ton of money on the table that that company could have brought into their coffers, right? Well, the same goes for this. If you you want to strike a balance where you allow your first and early investors to make some money. So when underwriters are trying to price an IPO, they hope the next day it goes up about 100%. If it goes up less, they screwed up. Uh, if it goes up a lot more than that, they left money on the table. So I think that when you're pricing a project or a Dutch auction, that's your consideration. Like, hey, we're a company. We want to bring a lot of money into our treasury. Um, how much do we take versus how much do we leave on the table? And I think they priced their Dutch auction wrong here. Yeah, you would have gone higher, eh? No, I'm sorry. I would have gone lower. I, I oh, probably oh, started oh, the Dutch sorry. auction uh, at 0.9. 
Uh, and I, I get, you know, we, we said it when it had, I know it's hindsight right now, given that the floor price is at like a little bit under mint, but we did say it when it was happening. 1.66, I think struck us as expensive. Um, even if this was one of those high priced mints, instead of it being like 0.08 for the whitelist and a 1.66 Dutch, I would have thought something like 0.2 or 0.3, which I think people would have happily paid. Um, yeah, but this was, look, they pulled in a lot of money. Let's see if they can do something with it and actually make a return for their holders or whether these people just bought a, a nice Ozzy Osbourne collectible yet to be seen. Yeah, no, I, it's a, it's a great point. It does seem a little bit high to start it at that. I agree. And that's why I was, I had to clarify. I thought you meant they should have, they left yeah, no, it on the so table. High. I'm like, maybe, I mean, if the, if this had started at two, would it have minted out the same thing? Not that it's wow. not worth that. We see it's worth it. Yeah. 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 And you're trying to make a consideration for, you want your first invest, you want your early investors to be happy and you want to bring in the maximum amount of money. Striking that balance is a bit of an art. So I'm almost, I'm almost thinking that I'm a fan of like, starting at an obscenely high amount and having it drop down um, quickly and just <laughs> really letting the market figure it out. Right. <laughs> Maybe they, than, thought they were doing that. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was strategically done this way. I, I think it's not easy pricing these things and, and they tried and I just think they priced it a little too high for what it was. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Okay, last thing we had that we wanted to talk about was the uh, the cool pets again. Um, we had a specific conversation in mind that is escaping my uh, my my uh, my head here. <laughs> what were we going to talk about with cool pets? Well, it's coming up, obviously, it's like the most anticipated. Oh yeah, how how the uh, the the looking forward to cool pets? Um, you know, being a relatively expensive mint for you know some some newcomers to the space that might have gotten on the presale list might affect the floors of other projects. I thought this was really interesting when we were talking about it. Yeah, because we know that next week the big drop is going to be cool pets on Friday, uh, and or sorry, it's on the twenty eighth whatever day that is um, people who participated in all the raffles, all the whitelist giveaways, maybe they got them from projects that they were fans of. We didn't know what the price of these were beforehand. And we discussed this on the show uh, yesterday was that the issue isn't what they priced it at. It was that they made hundreds, if not thousands of people who can't afford it, think they won something and then essentially pulled the rug. Like you better have $1,500 sitting around to buy one of these things or you're shit out of luck because you can't sell your spot. It's just going to go to the public um, if, if, if that doesn't happen. Uh, but I think that what now is going to occur, let's just look at Little Lemon Friends. They gave away over 200 cool pet spots. Well, I, I would guess a lot of people who paid 0.02 for a Little Lemon Friend and were lucky enough to win a cool pet spot don't have half, half an ETH lying around. Well, conveniently, Little Lemon Friends are sitting at 0.4 right now. So as we get closer to the end of next week, where are people who cannot afford a cool pet going to start getting money from. I think it's going to be the small and medium sized collections that gave away all these things that are basically the only NFT anybody owns uh, that many people own. So I think we could see a pronounced effect where there is a, a minor liquidity suck actually going into 
cool pets from specifically small and medium collections. I don't think this would affect, you know, cool cats and above the doodles and the bored apes and such, but it would certainly affect the smaller collections, which could be the only place people can actually go for liquidity into what's billed uh, to be the biggest drop of the year. here. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for somebody who has some liquidity on hand, this might be a good buying opportunity for some of those, because I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it has to, uh, it has to mean something with people trying to free up um, 0.5 ETH and, you know, um, it's not to say that people don't have 0.5, but if you, if you have 0.6 in your wallet right now and you have to spend almost all of that to get a cool pet, like you are, uh, you're running risk of, I don't want to say ruin, especially I don't know what your portfolio looks like. <laughs> you but do you, it anyway. Even if you, you would, you things, would do it. FA. <laughs> no, sorry. I, I'm gonna, there are a few emphatic statements i will make but you buy that goddamn cool pet if you have 0.50001 you buy that cool pet well make sure you leave enough for gas in there too because oh, well, yeah. uh, you're gonna get stuck but uh but yeah yeah there's a you know it it, it seems like a, a good bet but yeah like you know you're you're you are spreading yourself very thin um i i just i'm gonna stand by the fact that i thought the way that rug radio ended up going about that um, is the perfect example of what these bigger projects can do to make it accessible for people. Because I think it would be a great, um, a great way to redistribute some ETH to to people that were partaking in it but can't necessarily afford it. You know, selling that right to mint a, a cool pet for you know point four to somebody might might just be a nice little win, right? And nobody and no one would be selling them for point four, as we've seen with every other drug, Clonex or Invisible Friends. Those pre-sales go to exactly what they think these things are going to open at under sellout. They'd be selling for two ETH right now. Anybody who had a cool pet spot would be able to sell it for two ETH. And guess who would be buying those? All the rich people out there who have exactly. board apes and shit. It would be the largest liquidity injection into small and medium projects since that ape run. We and had. you know who else it would be great for? So, you know, thanks, cool pets. No, I'm just kidding. I, it it, it would have been uh, it would have been nice had they created a situation where people could sell these pre-sale spots. Yeah, I, I actually just thought it worked out so well for Rug Radio. I mean, if anybody has any uh, contrarian views on that, please let me have it because um, I'm not saying that my my opinion or my thought process behind this is the end all be all. I think the one drawback was that you know after these passes were used, they you know get left for dead, um, and you know sometimes people got got. But I mean, they had the system set up properly so that you could trade, uh, you could check. Um, to make sure before you bought if this uh, if this still had the mint rights to it. So, I mean, there's there's ways to do it. I just think that this would have been really um, a, a really great, even just kind of on-brand move for Cool Cats to just be friendly, you know? Um, a liquidity injection into a liquidity suck. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it. But, um, oh God, I, I really hope that I can... As we give away 10 spots to That's the right. cool yeah, yeah. allow list. Uh, that contest will be ending at 4.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This that doesn't sound like it was deliberate at all. It was it was kismet, my friend. It was I knew that these whitelist spots were deemed by the universe as when I set that uh, bot, it was exactly at 4.20. So today, 4 all right, it's 4.18. 
I can't fib. You it, round it up? Close enough. It's close enough. 4.18 p.m. today. Go check to see. We have 10 Alala spots for cool pets. Uh, for those who hold a moon lounge pass and are in our gated area, go smash that emoji in the moon raffles room if you haven't. Please. Uh, yeah. We love the pets. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that was a big, uh, big giveaway. We appreciate Jake Udell uh, hooking us up with those. Metalink, Jake Udell. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Um, last thing I had on the docket, I'm going to grab a, um, I'm going to grab the link for anybody in the moon lounge that wants to come up and join us. Uh, I've been loving all of the questions we've had in chat so we can, uh, we can, uh, look at some of those and answer them as well. Again, I'm just going to apologize if it's something that we don't end up getting to, but, uh, the link is going to be in the AM show chat. If you want to jump in there for us and, um, the last thing that we wanted to talk about today was, uh, the Murakami flowers that you kind of, uh, dug up it looks like uh, Murakami is doing his own nft project there is a sign up page here um we can drop that link in uh in the dgen dojo or in the general chat so uh yeah not a whole lot to go on here there was a little bit of um uh stuff posted on instagram too but uh curious how clonex kind of feels about this they're you know their signature highlighted artists being like oh nfts are a cool way to make some money boom making my own now yeah and these are are interesting they're they're definitely murakami's signature flowers i i've only seen four previews but i'm surmising it's just a bunch of these pixel flowers here we will um we will post the link to this website in the general chat. It is a sign up, but you don't get anything. You're not guaranteed anything. This is just a sign up to be alerted um, <clears throat> to the latest movements, which I think you should, uh, regardless of what you think of the art. This is one of the largest artists in the world, and I believe his uh, collection will do very well. So keep an eye out for this one. Go sign up for the alerts. And I think we're going to be all over these Murakami flowers when they drop. Yeah. I mean, I find myself a little underwhelmed um, knowing the, the caliber of artist he is. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's just about what they, you know, they want to do and what they want to produce. And maybe there's a lot more to come with this, um, you know. Yes, I would have post that in the general chat there uh, for you, Musicy. We got I'll you. do it. I'll do it right now. Oh, we got Josh up here. Let's uh, let's bring him up. Um, where did my screen go? Josh, GM, old shroomheads. GM guys, how y'all doing? Great, Great man. How, doing? how are you doing today? I'm I'm recovering from yesterday. Okay. Uh, boy, uh, well, boy, do I have a tale to tell. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't want to say it on the show, um, you know, without your your blessing and and stuff like that. But uh, there's there's part of me that's glad you're uh, you're up here to talk about it, and uh, you know, I guess tell us what's and on your mind. You, great entertainment value for our listeners. Yeah, Please, Josh, let us have it. Well, I saw you won a, a pre-sale slot in one of the raffles too, so that's nice. Oh yeah, I think the the gutter uh, gutter brains or something like that. Uh, I actually hadn't heard of it, but I, interesting. Um, oh boy! <laughs> so so I was one of the folks that uh, got in on the Azuki beans. I for whatever reason minted right when it released, and I paid like fifty bucks in gas. Um, and Amazing. super exciting. You know, I, I'm a 
I'm I'm not somebody with a ton of liquidity. I'm a small fry in the grand scheme of trading here. So it was probably the biggest biggest thing I've minted and the most I've ever spent on a mint. Um, I sold pretty soon after because the price had gone more than doubled. Um, for me, my biggest win, actually. I mean, like I made more than ETH on one trade, which is great. But, uh, well, alas, that's not the end of the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, yeah. Yeah, keep going. So I woke up yesterday to DMs from two different people, surprisingly, both telling me, dude, why did you sell that gold Azuki? Blah, 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 oh. blah. Um, and kind of had a, I thought it was maybe like a phishing scam at first. I was like, oh, is this some weird new way of getting people? Oh, so to... you didn't even know these people? No, no. I, well, I, I think so. And unfortunately, I think one of them at least was from our community. So I'm going to give a little disclaimer at the end of this. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, at the time, I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on. But it, it, I was curious enough that I made the mistake of going, oh shit, okay, that's weird. What's going on here? And I wanted to see what was going on. So I went and looked. Turns out the Azuki I sold early for very small gains was one of the gold Pikachu Azukis that sold for like 30 ETH. Um, oh, brutal. <laughs> yes. This is brutal. Uh, this, uh, this is somewhere I've been often and it happened more earlier it, it was a slow burn for me i had sold some things that really ramped in value later on and it psychologically messes with you we were talking about this the other day but you know it's not real um i know it seems real but it's like w w whether you miss a shot by a millimeter or a thousand feet it's the same thing and people constantly People constantly think that like missing by a centimeter should like hurts more than like missing by eight minutes. It's the same result. Like we don't know how the universe works and we don't know how each decision is going to affect the future. Butterfly effect, all that shit. Josh, it never happened. Yo, I, I, have, done, I have done as bad. I have done worse. I'll probably do it again. You will be fine. Eyes forward. Great trade. Sorry that happened, man. I, I feel for you, brother. Yeah. Storming I gotta, ahead. I got to say, like, kudos to you um, for having that, like, eyes forward mentality, because I, I'm going to I'm going to choose to believe that you wouldn't have looked regardless. If I, am I correct in that? Oh, absolutely not. Never. I, I made. Yeah, this you have that. You have that self-discipline early on. Yeah, I, I looked at I think it was the Omnimorphs or something early okay. on one of my first trades. I uh, I did look, uh, not knowing better at the time, and from that moment forward, was like never again, never yeah, ever again, for sure. Okay, so <laughs> just a small message to the people that DM'd you in in on Twitter, like don't do that. <laughs> it's not necessary. That's um, you know, th there's no there's no need for that. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, d disclaimer, just for context, so everyone listening on the stream now understands how this works. People don't like to know if something they sold early went up in price. Basic concept, not too complex. Nobody really wants to know. So if you send somebody something like, oh man, why did you do that? Or condolences, it, you're not helping. <laughs> 
It's yeah. a bad thing. This so don't do it. <laughs> then this is the problem with getting popular as well, because I see influencers who get the, you know, people love to, to throw those on the comments uh, on an influencer. So, yeah, this is very similar to something that's called slow rolling in poker. That is when you have the winning hand and you feign like the other person won oh, right before you. Yeah. Right before you flip your hand over and go, ha ha. No, I'm actually the winner. It's real. It's 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 not good. Don't don't. There's no re. you know. Yes, this is the blockchain. It's all immutable. We can see everybody's wallet and username. But let's have a little decorum out there. There's, there's just no reason to. Uh, it hurts, guys. Leave it. <laughs> I don't know if you've done it, but it hurts. It, it yeah. is. A, it is a mind fuck. So slow. He's going to be okay, and he's going to do very well after this, but it, it is a mind fuck. Slow rolling in poker, for those of you that haven't played poker, is like the universal, like, you don't you do not do it unless you're looking to fight. <laughs> honestly, literally. literally. Like, honest to God, I have seen actual fist fights in casinos break out over somebody slow rolling. It is like one of the cardinal rules that you follow. You just don't fucking slow bag somebody. Yeah, you could it's be, it's you brutal. Could be pulling cards from the bottom of the deck, you get less of a beating than, than, uh, than slow rolling. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good mistake. But you are—you'll uh, be on the road to recovery, man. You just—you uh, stick around, and um, you'll uh, honestly, even just with the quality of art you do, you're going to be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. No I, doubt your projects I, will keep rolling along like that. Oh, as I say, my my logic brain knows it all. Uh, it just takes the emotional part of the brain a little while to catch up. But uh, no, no, no. We're all eyes forward, and I've seen enough other people go through the same thing in the space to know that it is not the end. It is just the beginning, and many more opportunities to. Come. I accidentally sold one of my Clonex uh, pre-sale spots for one ETH, which was worth uh, forty-five ETH uh, last month. And I fat figure. So just try to tell yourself that all day. Keep replaying that fact in your head. <laughs> At least it wasn't the 45. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not free market capitalist. Good sport about those though. On a, on a brighter note, I need some L's in my life, enough W's here. So what, <laughs> <laughs> what other than cool cat, which, you know, it's really just a random chance if anybody can get in on that allow list. What else are you guys excited about in the coming week? I think Fridays are a good time to ask that question. Like, what do we got that people should be trying to get on the on the list for that that looks cool, exciting, and that you're you're thinking of minting yourselves? So the 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 allow list that I am most excited for coming up are star catchers really in love with the art there. I don't believe it's minting next. I'm just going to go through my allow list and upcoming folder because I don't know a lot of high profile things minting next week. All right. Um, certainly star catchers and then enjoy yours. And the reason if you guys haven't seen what's happening over on magic still, even with all of this going on, small bodies hit three ETH overnight. All right. This was a free mint. Small brains is was at four or four point five ETH each last time I looked. These were airdropped for free, not airdrop. Excuse me, you could mint them for free. Okay, two of them each. 
just being part of these allow lists. And if you go into the enjoyer discord now, uh, earning your way on is one of the easier ways to do it for swole bodies and small brains. All you had to do is draw a picture. This, this, it wasn't, they weren't asking for anything, but you to prove yourself, not a bot by draw by drawing your own picture, no requirements on it. Just do it. So enjoyers, I really think given how hot the treasure ecosystem is and how little ways there are to get exposure to it, I think enjoyers uh, is going to fly. Um, and then on top of that, we have raid party. We've yeah, talked that's where I was going. a lot, really starting to heat up as far as their partnerships. That one is bearing down on us very quickly. Put alerts on their Twitter. It's the bet they they put out little things where you can get um, pre-sale spots or getting to that discord. I think it is closed right now. Those are my most anticipated drops coming up, uh, including Tasty Bones as well, though I don't know the date on that. And maybe R2 has some other ones he's watching. Yeah, I see Fishy Fam uh, get uh, get mentioned again in the chat. And that's definitely one that I jumped into Discord and I'm going to be watching uh, closely too. It looks like the mint is the 26th of next week. Nice cheap mint price, 2.03, which is never um, a bad play to get into because the upside can just be so high. Um, and these projects we've seen time and time again uh, successfully mint out, which is honestly just the the first step that you need to happen. Um, uh, Star Catchers, I couldn't agree more with. Raid Party, I couldn't agree more with um budweiser today honestly if i could participate in it i would probably be looking to do that uh, i'm gonna go a little bit further out on something that i have uh less information of but i think that you guys should be looking out for um and this is the dk i don't know if you guys know who dk is but uh cosimo has one of his very rare ones um this guy's a fantastic artist and animator and i'm going to pull it up on screen right now some of you may have seen his works um this is the one that i think that uh cosimo always has in his profile picture if i'm not mistaken or um in his twitter profile but um this one went for 225 eth um he's a very well respected well-known artist he's working on um uh, a project called Let's uh, Let's Walk or something like that. Um, I'm going to pull that up as well. But he basically opened up a Discord for the first time a couple weeks ago, and like people poured in real fast, and um, you know, real fans of it. And basically hinted that once he's done with this Let's Walk project, which is just uh, you know these little characters that he's got walking along. Um, he's probably going to start working on a generative project. Uh, and if he does a generative project, it will be a very big deal because people spend a lot of money on this guy's artwork. Um, so I'm going to check and see if that discord is still open. I'll drop a link because I think that uh, if you're looking for something even further than that next week, that's when you're going to want to keep an eye on. It's like invisible friends, but there's bodies in the, in the club. What is this invisible? It's clothes. Why does nobody see this? I am the only one seeing this. They're selling you clothes. I thought it was a John Cena project. Oh. Wah, wah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Josh. Uh, what are you uh what are you looking forward to? You know, actually, I mean, the reason I was asking is because I'm kind of out of the loop this week. Uh, I haven't been following a lot of them. Fishy fam was on my list. I just you know, it's just, it's got the look, obviously, you know, it's like, it's, it's that look, um, invisible friends though. It's also one that I find really interesting. I, I there's so many people in there. Didn't their discord get 
uh, hacked recently or something like that. I don't want to spread misinformation, but I, I thought something went down with them at one point. Um, I, I missed it. They have a very large and popular Discord, which is uh, based on their company called Random Character Collective. And they had put out a few projects before that we all know were kind of sitting at zero till they announced it was a pre-sale pass for Invisible Friends. 5,000 supply, almost impossible to get an allow list spot. I'm not even sure they're really giving them to communities, maybe with the exception of like Board Ape Yacht Club or something like that. Um, we'll see. I believe it's in February. So we still have a couple weeks. I think people are going to be all cool pets next week. Um, and we're going to see. We're, I, I, I'm very curious as to whether we set off a big cool cats rally starting Monday. Um, whether celebrities start moving into them, whether we get blue chips really chugging for a week or two, uh, and then it spills down into the smaller medium collections. That's what I'm kind of anticipating here. A lot of variables at play, so we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah, uh, Penn's fan brought up um, Blockverse is coming up also, and I forgot about this one. This is basically just like uh, another version of Critters. Yeah, but I mean, based on the success of that, you know, you might see people try to um you know try to capitalize on missing out on critters because critters got very expensive very quickly um it definitely priced some people out so uh, i i probably would check this one out too i don't know how hard i I would go into it but i think there's a lot of stuff that critters can improve a lot of stuff that critters can improve on and they are making iterative changes every day but i wouldn't be surprised for you know another uh another company to come in and say well we can do this this and this so tell us Corey. it's uh oh it's so this block verse is more pvp based rather than block generation so player versus player does that mean they're gonna battle does that mean they're gonna fight or is it like a race to see who could build the coolest stuff yeah it looks like there's some factions involved um and you can sign up for like uncool cats and some kind of kong's league or something like that um so that's kind of neat um the crazy kaijus are in there doodlers um yeah so i I, doodle I thought their little pixel thing looked like a doodle. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to look a little bit more into this. Um, here's the thing about critters, right? There's 3,800, I believe, uh, critters available. Uh, if you've been playing in that ecosystem and minting plots and building stuff, I don't want to say you're stuck there, but chances are you're probably going to be committed to that one. Now, 3,800 isn't a whole lot, especially when you consider the fact that um, there's lots of people who own multiple of them. Uh, so, yeah, I could definitely see a spillover into into this project. And maybe if it even catches some steam, you might see them start to pull some of the critters player base over there. Uh, but with the size of Minecraft and, uh, you know, um, the the stickiness of the gameplay, I think that there's definitely room for both and it will be very fun to watch what they end up doing with it. They have, you know, it looks like a diamonds kind of token involved in it. Um, but yeah, like free market said, I mean, critters has continued to, um, 
to uh, to evolve. And uh, they actually launched a new server last night, which didn't go well. So I think they're uh, they're tweaking and tinkering with it. But um, for that brief period of time that it was working, uh, the gameplay was much, 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 much smoother on it. And uh, you know they're doing a good job with some captcha to combat the the bots and the AFKers. Um, and uh, they've got some stuff with the uh, staking plots to to generate the block token too. So I mean I'm I'm I continue to be bullish on anything like this, and I'm in no way, shape, or form going to say that block first isn't going to be good because critters exists. There is absolutely more than enough room for both of them, and I'll probably try and participate in both, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I'm just reading some of the uh, the comments here. Um, talk about land projects. You guys check out like... The guys behind critters are solid AF. I don't have any critters, but anymore, but I still got my plots, but I support the devs. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be doing good work and they seem to consistently be improving the platform. So I, uh, I do like them as well. I, I think that they've built something very solid and workable. Love it. Hey, I just have one other thought too, actually sure, man. talking about upcoming stuff, what's been going on lately and what I'm, I was just thinking about what I've been looking at and seeing opportunities in. And I have noticed, I mean, we're probably at, at least from what I've heard from other one-of-one artists or like smaller batch project artists, a lot of people are like six weeks plus into a pretty bearish situation for for folks that are doing like those smaller batch projects. And there are a lot of opportunities popping up in those. So like if you have one-of-ones you've been looking at out there, or if you've got like smaller batch projects you've been looking at, it might be a good time to go check them out and see where those floors are at because I'm seeing prices drop all over the place. I'm seeing people doing like promo stuff all over the place to try to get more people in. I, I think there's a whole world of opportunities brewing in that space right now. Totally agree. And let's look at the cycles, right? Let's look at back last year when smaller collections started getting hot, right? Because we see the price of new mints has a trend and has mini cycles within it, right? I think we're moving away from the 0.02 trends right now as we speak. Uh, From the 0.02 mints, we're going to be seeing 0.04 and above going forward as projects try to separate and indicate to people that they have, uh, they are quality, right? Because that's what people are looking for right now. Eventually, we're going to get into 0.06 mints and 0.08 mints being the norm. And that's when I think people actually start to go looking at the smaller collections again. If we look at what part of the cycle it happened last year, that was when people started getting into things like chubacorns or into things like shroomheads. And I think that's what's going to happen again uh, this cycle. So exactly what you're saying is correct. Skate to where the puck is going to be. And if we look, there is a rhyme and rhythm to how the NFT market plays out because of macro reasons. So play into that and great call. I think you buy the things being fudded and sold the most right now, which are smaller and one of one collections. Yeah, this is something that free market is uh, incredibly good at as well. So, I mean, if he's if he's ever looking at something or you ever see him uh, bring a project up, I would definitely at least take the time to look into it because uh, he is second and second to none of finding these uh, these projects and go deep on them. 
Oh yeah, Max B um, mentioned the lost glitches a couple of times. Um, while I pull that up, free market. Was there any other one of one projects you were kind of eyeing or things you had in mind? No. Let's check out this. Um, let's check out the lost glitches. Not sure I know it. No, I've never heard of it too. I did see you mention it, and you know, I apologize because. Um, it's hard to get to everything, but let's do this today. Uh, OpenSea has not rugged me, so that is nice. So the lost glitches. Um, do you want to provide us a little bit of uh, uh, context with uh, Max, why you've been looking at this and what you find fascinating about it? Uh, it's See it here is a fusion of collectible card games and a role-playing game. All players will be able to join one of the syndicates, craft their deck, and earn experience in lost tokens to improve their characters' abilities and equipment. Um, I would definitely have to look a little bit more into this into uh, you know why I would be bullish or bearish on it. I'm going to just kind of see when it minted real quick. So it's been around for a while, five months ago, and this has been hanging around. Um, what what about this is catching your eye? Floor is very cheap. It's a game. The NFC seem very good. Are they, you know, are you in their Discord? Uh, are the devs responsive? Do they continue to build? Those are all things that I would be asking. Um, you know, we, we, saw, talk, we talk yeah, about community a lot. It's the most overused word in the industry because people understand it's crucial to a successful long-term project. Yet it's almost completely impossible to manufacture it. It has to be organic and it has to be real. And that's what one reason I was so, so drawn to Creature Toads. Just go tweet about Creature Toads and you'll see how insane that community is. It's a good test. Go make a tweet. About oh, dude, we, we opened that Discord stage yesterday and like immediately there was like 30 people in there and like 25 of in them the I've never seen and, before. Right. Yeah. We People don't usually tune into a show for us in the middle of the day. We, we tend to get smaller numbers when we do a live interview for that reason. And it's true. You know, a community is such a crucial part of what makes... As R2 was saying, I love to go to the secondary and look for forgotten projects, especially during bearish moments when volume has left the market and people start fire sailing things uh, for what they're worth. But go find out if there's a community here. If there's a community here, it may be a good play. If it's just a roadmap and the underlying art, maybe not. I don't know too much about this collection. I think R2 and I will uh, dive a little deeper uh, so we can give you some more info tomorrow. But when looking at a collection that is cheap, been out five months and on the secondary, the first thing I want to know is what's the community doing and how are the creators fostering that community? Yeah, um, for sure. I'm seeing some big uh, highest sales here. I mean, 14 ETH, a mm -hmm. couple, like 10, 9 ETH. That, like, that's definitely not nothing. So at some point... Uh, there was definitely people looking to spend some money you on sell this regularly, or have they have there been sales recently? Yeah, let's look at. Uh, looks like a couple of days. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Big floor sweep a couple of days ago. Yeah, I will. I'm, I'm not sure why these get such a great price. I hadn't heard of them before, but I will take a look for you since they obviously uh, they do some volume here. 
Yeah, it looked like uh, about seven days ago, these things started to pick up a little bit of steam. Lots of activities six days ago, four days ago, I think five days ago, OpenSea was mm. down and gas was super high. So there's probably a reasonable gap there. Discord um, is very active, according to Max. Very good sign. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll check this one out. We'll see uh, We'll see if there's something there that... Um, a, a great example of um, a project that kept working and kept delivering uh, and flew under the radar was that, that Forgotten Runes wizard cult, right? You know, they have lots under the hood. They have lots going on there. And that was just like this like slow and steady up into the right chart where they just kept getting accumulated and accumulated. And I think that's a good example of a project that um, was very quiet for a little bit and uh, and just, you know, kept kept kind of accumulating more real fans and community. And, and I say community, like real community members in their discord. Um, and now I think last time I checked, that was at like a three ETH floor and it really was just like a constant steady like what 10 percent a week it wasn't catching anybody's radar yep yeah slow and steady wins the race all right oh josh just came back um i don't know if you rejoined or just got disconnected um i just pulled you back up on stage in case you had any other <laughs> final thoughts josh god those look good i you know I am very easy. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with me. Just give me some good colors and some pixel art, and I'm there. Hey, hey have you heard of this Star Wolves uh, art, too? Speaking I've heard of, of it. Colors yeah. and pixel art. These 101s coming out of there are just wee. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do a I was wearing one of these. check on this. Oh, yeah, you couldn't get the hex on it, though. Yeah, I was wearing one of these as my PFP, but then I got caught. Busted as a right-click saver. I, I couldn't yeah. take the embarrassment. I had to switch her on over to a kaiju uh, temporarily. But if uh, if Charlie is listening, when, when? But, ah, damn it, I just got kicked out of the Discord. How did he <laughs> Yeah, I think I almost got the old boot the other day because I said oh. it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's do a little bit of analysis on this. Look, ten items, ten owners, and no floor price because nobody has it listed. Yeah, the floor this price is dash dash dash. That's also known as infinity. It can be infinity or zero. I'll, I'll admit <laughs> there have been dash dash dashes that haven't been. You paid up. infinity for a bunch of creature toads, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I have. Oh that. shit! I pressed the wrong button. I'm sorry, I muted you. You what? No, I was going to say, I think OpenSea should have that feature because, you know, you can't list things at zero. And that is when the dash 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 goes up. But if none are listed, they should put the infinity symbol up there. The, huh? Huh? OpenSea. No, screw OpenSea. Fuck you. Looks rare. Uh, this is. Dude, this oh, we were so close to going the whole episode with the without it. Looks rare. Looks rare, which is a very, very bullish coin. You, I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, they, they sell the JPEG. Put the infinity symbol right there if none are for sale. Boom. UX improvement. Whoa. Hey. Hey, that's not the chart I'm used to. What, what's happening there? This, well, this, is, is, this, isn't, this isn't a good looks. Oh. This is no, I honestly, this thing can go back to two dollars, please. I want to buy more. All right, all right. You know, I, I said back to four this morning. You don't have to get extreme, you don't have to get uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, that's just pure greed. Um, no, honestly, this dip kind of was just in conjunction with uh, the rest of the market taking a bit of a tumble yesterday, but it looks rare, yeah. Honestly, like. It continues to exceed all of my expectations. And, uh, you know, we, we, we made a conscious effort not to bring it up because we have been um, just like 
pining over it for the past 10 days, right? And it gets a little dry for you guys to listen to. But um, yeah, I mean, for a relatively small amount that I have in there, it, it was generated 0.1 in ETH just over the last two days in volume. And it just Somebody you know, thought we talked about orcs too much yesterday. Yeah, it was a Grandpa Willie. Like, all right, we get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he, he said it. And I was like, I was so close. Bitch, like, I will talk about orcs three hours straight. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow, Saturday. I'm doing a solo podcast where I just say Zug for three hours. Bet you get some more <laughs> listeners. All right, never mind. No, no, honestly, it was funny because I had that like first kind of reaction of like, you know, <laughs> we've got good news for Grandpa Willie, though. Apparently, we're looking at doing an orcs show just because that thing just continues to be incredible, too. <laughs> Zug. Zug. I'm just glad you don't say Zug anymore, man. I had to get the uh, the developers of EtherOrcs to call you out on that to get. You I thought I had the cash to say something like Zug, but I guess I don't. <laughs> oh, I love it! Amazing, 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 amazing. So, what do you got on the what do you got on the go for the weekend here? For the weekend on Sunday, I am going to be watching these Goss Apes. I, I think it's one of the the higher effort uh, ape projects here. They're actually good looking. I got to say, you know, this isn't my normal meta, but all of a sudden, every trend, I haven't minted anything and I don't know how long. I need a mint here. And every trend in the world, uh, this thing is lining up with between the Asia and the women. And the, uh, these are good looking apes. These, those desperate ape wives better be looking over their shoulders right now because those those hubbies are in trouble. I'll tell you, these are these are good looking apes. No, honestly, I, they they've they've spent a lot of time working on it. That was a really good interview. Yeah. I, I was at. And here's the important thing, right? And I think we've said it before too. There's this is a woman, a female artist involved too, right? Like this isn't just a, a bunch of anonymous undoxed dudes making some if good looking this, apes to sell. If these came up behind me in a dark alley in the metaverse <laughs> okay I'm gonna, we're, anyways we're gonna end the show here guys this was this was fun r2 uh, are we ending it now that's it it's over you gotta you gotta squeeze to get into them i think that's it before i uh, on my desk. this is this is, mm, mm, those are good looking apes. yeah yeah no i mean this is a this is a good project. It's called Gossip Girl, guys. It's uh, You can go to GossipGirl.com. Um, we did an interview with them yesterday. After the show today, I'm going to process that interview and put it up on YouTube. I'll drop the link in the uh, Alpha Mint Discord for y'all. Someone to, put to one next to a desperate ape wife for me. I want you to put these two things up next to each other, and, and you tell me what you're pairing your six-figure uh, board. I even in. made this this fancy little overlay for the interview. This is the, the lengths that we go to uh to, to put on a show for people mm. no they they actually look good they're um i think that they've got a, a bright future ahead of them and uh it's genuine earrings. they gotta wait you know what yeah, ever, like, such a nice touch. if they're ever going towards physicals and you could forge i think people would like the ethereum earrings what do we say ladies does that sound appealing i didn't hear any respond okay well we tried we tried, we tried, we tried. Um, all right, let's uh, let's close this down. Free market, anything else that you want to talk about before the weekend hits? Anything you got to get off your chest? Any 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 final touches on the show? No, I, I what, what a beautiful week with beautiful people. Uh, Monday can't come soon enough, so I want everyone out there to have a great weekend. Yeah. 
for sure. And, uh, you know, it is going to be a good weekend. Always remember, just like, a, you know, their outside exists. Go take some uh, go take some a breath of fresh air and, uh, you know, do some real life stuff to the NFT market is not going anywhere. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. This was a great way to finish off our week. That's for sure. Had about 40 people watching the show at all times today, which we love. Um, for anybody new here, uh, you know, all of our past shows are up on YouTube and Spotify, too. If you want to do a deep dive on on stuff, I promise we don't just talk about looks rare all of the time. Um, but yeah, if you want to do us a favor, we always appreciate it. People just hit the like button on the live stream and subscribe if you haven't already. We do lots of other live stuff other than just the AM show. So you'll get some notifications when we do, you know, interviews and stuff like that. And they're, they're a lot of fun as well. Uh, so on that note, thank you so much, DGENs. Have a great weekend. We look forward to our Monday Monday's show, Free Market. Take us out of here. Oh, pointed the wrong way. Good luck at the tables, you beautiful gems. <laughs> <laughs>